0: to the ARCHICAST podcast. This is a space for sharing knowledge, ideas, and especially opinions. A space for debate, a space for reflection about all that concerns architecture and therefore almost anything in life. We call it ARCHICAST, a podcast about art, buildings, cities. Archicast episode 13 Apple Silicon. Hello, my friends, how are you doing? We have a very special episode this week. Apple Silicon is a title coming from the Worldwide Developer Conference by Apple last Monday on the opening of this international conference of developers around their five operating systems. This is a very interesting ecosystem. It touches us very close as architects, artists using digital technologies. I give you a very warm welcome to our podcast and especially to everybody that has joined as a member, as a sponsor, as a patron or patron meritorius of our creative technology community. We have, of course, many, many, many coming from the Spanish side as we produce four editorial lines in Spanish. The Arquicas is our first uh, pilot project in English, we can say. But, nevertheless, it's been subject of many joyful moments of great joy to keep on going with this subject There is no secret about it, I love architecture, I love art and I love to share about all my discoveries and studies in the subject My English is what it is I promise to keep on going and getting better especially my pronunciation because for the podcast it's very important But the feedback I have been gotten from you is quite positive, actually. The subjects have been comprehensive and of great interest. Therefore, I'm just going to keep on producing and telling you about all the stuff, the great stuff we are doing in the other shows in Spanish. There is a great audience for that. And we believe that the ArchiCast community It's also going to be interested in having a glance of what we are talking, what are the main topics, and how it applies to art and architecture. We have launched last week, Tecnologías Plus. This is technology Plus, this is a channel exclusive for members, collaborators, sponsors and patrons and proposes an internal line, behind the scenes where I give a fast summary of all the major topics reported in one week or in the period that we are talking in all the five editorial lines of our production. We also give insight into our hardware setup all the equipment that we use for recording and editing also the equipment that we use for shooting video as we produce a video for Manifesto Special which is um, direct contact with works of art and architecture I go to the place, to the work and I shoot a video and I explain the details behind the scene and also the impact that has on me I give, of course, the technical details about work, all there is to know on the context and the explanation in case of architecture regarding the theory of that architect or that moment. It has had a very special reaction. It's kind of an extraordinarily reaction for this kind of content. We can consider it kind of of cultural interest, somehow of educational interest but this is not mainstream media, right? we are not talking here about the topics that everybody is talking about we don't have that kind of world where everybody is talking about art or architecture so we are in a very narrow, specific area of production nevertheless, the reaction has been overwhelming There must be something that a lot of people in a lot of places in this world is looking for and is not available. And there must be something that we are doing in this very modest production that generates that that people are looking for. So we are trying to find out what it is, because the response is huge. This is Tecnologías Plus and we are activating this channel for all collaborator, members, sponsors and patrons you can join. I'll give you the link to the membership platform. This is not a normal membership where you pay something every month. This is just a contribution to our research and production so you can register on the level you want and make the contribution as you please at your discretion. One time, thousand times, one dollar, thousand dollars, as much as you want, as many times as you want for the show that you choose. On iOSCIE Creative Technologies, we talk about consumer technology and design. And this week we've had a very special week because of the WWDC at Apple. We have been reporting from all the technical details that have been announced to our specialty, which is the design analysis of the user interfaces of all these new uh, commands, um, actions, uh, possibilities of development, applications, programs, connections, interactions. The user interface has the new center of urbanistic governance of all these subjects. In Vox Futura, technological philosophy, we talk about knowing how to know. This is one of the most uh, beloved uh, shows that we produce, reaching the first hundred um, podcasts almost in every country that speaks Spanish including Switzerland, which is very amazing. Many people may speak Spanish, I don't know why there is this special interest, maybe because I'm here in Switzerland. But what we are talking in Vox Utura is also unique. We have experts in each field, philosophy, psychology, music, you know, all kinds of disciplines that actually confront men with its ability to compete with himself, To have a philosophy that is not only logic and has, by all terms and all means, a thesis that somehow goes along the entire path, we want something practical. And we want also, on discovering what to do and how to do, we want to discover the essence of man, more by the reflex of things and the understanding of his or her viewpoint. The technology of the viewpoint, you may say, has very much to do with architecture, very much to do with art. We have started a debate along or around the problem of racism and all its derivatives. We have had specialists also from the US participating and giving us an inside look into the real situation and it's really shocking. a debate that has started quite polemic with the title All the Colors Together we have talked about this here and um, the debate has continued also in the other shows that we have and along many episodes of Vox Futura we had another guest from Spain we had even um, expert musician from Japan, Tokyo they have shared with us not only their viewpoints but also their personal philosophy that goes in alignment with that viewpoint and what they practice in life but what is more valuable they gave us an insight into their routine their daily actions, their habits of success and more or less all of them come to the conclusion We are in a moment of time in our history where there is so much uh, distraction, there is not a competition, but a war for our attention, that if we somehow use anything we have heard or watched in television or in social media or in media in general, we are most probably going to be lead by the opinion, or the views, or the intentions of somebody else's. This is logic, but it's not so obvious when we have to find out what we actually think about something like essential terms in our nature as humans, like racism, like xenophobia, like homophobia. Elitils, elitisms, and, and many other terms many other isms with which men is been confronted along the last centuries and today is sadly still confronted with it but I think there is also a new wave of a huge amount of people worldwide also getting in communication raising up considering a new paradigm for the definition of human, humanism, and the fact, which is very objective, that we all, as a species, are together, we are all in the same ship. Therefore, all the distinctions and the divisions and the discriminations we may do according to race, color, age, sex, uh, genre, uh, social class, are all at the end, only taking us a valuable time to really solve our condition as a species, which is not something not actual when we consider the condition, the physical condition of this planet. Vox Futura. Vox Futura has really started the debate and we count already four and we are going to start the fifth episode into this debate and it's getting really, really hot. I'm glad for that. Not only for the amount of interaction and the amount of attention that it's getting, but especially because from each interaction we are learning something and we are learning something we can do with ourselves, not just what is wrong with the world and who is guilty and who should do something. We are in an era where we have to really understand and be able to practice an ethical reflection to stop for a second and reflect and ponder upon what we can do with ourselves. This is something that an artist, an architect is accustomed to do because it's part of their daily discipline. But in this case, will not be about the concept of a program for a project It's not going to be about distribution, functionality, structure, proportions In this case it's about ourselves as a species and our survival and how we are supposed to get in touch with each other, communicate, develop interest and actually learn how to learn beautiful moment beautiful moment in time to use this crisis for all of us to really find the new definition of our personal ethics that's what we do with ourselves Vox Futura, knowing how to know whomever may understand Spanish I invite you to listen to it if you know someone who may do, please share the link I'm attaching it to this podcast's notes. Next is Manifesto, our podcast about art, real and direct. We like the idea of experiencing art in many ways, also vibrational. Yes, the energy that it emanates, not only from its uh, source, like the artist itself, but the work of art, possess certain proportions, colors, and relationships between different, many important points very clearly defined in the theory of art that in practice acts as a cathartic um, element in contact with humans. Therefore, it has a role, almost a spiritual role in life maybe at the origin of civilization, art was that part that was taken afterwards by religion. Anyways, when we consider the fact of putting different works of art from different artists in different contexts in the same place, we are like kind of mixing a lot of these things into one space. I personally like the theory and the idea from Mark Rothko, as you already know, i have talking about this a lot here, of considering art not as a piece of painting or sculpture, but a place. Therefore, there must be kind of a sanctuary or a closed space unique for that work of art, where a person can go and have a quiet time by him or herself contemplate have a cathartic moment and an epiphany and then go continue with life i like that idea more than the classic idea of a gallery or a museum with all uh, things mixed up even if we have the same theme what we are actually looking is a different concept anyways there are both and there are more ideas along this. so I'm just communicating one of the ways we may look at this in a public way, when we have public art and also in private collections and also in specific collaborations between artists and architects. Manifesto especial, special manifesto, we are shooting videos accompanying these audios from the podcasts And the videos are, as I've mentioned already, in Spanish, but it's very easy to follow them. So you can watch them, they are in our channel in YouTube, as well as in our website at oskinaniel.com slash podcasting. Siempre Joven is our podcast about anti-aging. It's a podcast about staying young, by all means, and in all terms and for real. Staying young from the viewpoint as someone who is still learning must stay alert, dynamic and interested. From the moment a person says I have nothing more to learn, I know all there is to know. I know how life actually is. I know it's always the same. There is no point in having hope. We start to die. From the moment where we think we know our profession, our speciality, we start to die. We are old. First of all, it can never be true that we really know all about it. But the viewpoint may take that position. Siempre Joven is a podcast where many people, expert in their field, come and tell us about their routine, their story, sometimes just a particular moment of their lives that may be inspiring or they actually want to share because they feel somebody else could use. And it's not always knowing better than others. Many times it's just sharing the right questions or the questions they've been formulating for long periods of time in particular situations. It's a way to establish a channel, not to indoctrinate, not to tell people how to do it, but to share the questions and share our experiences along, of course, the attitude of staying young. Always interested, always curious, trying to be adventurous and learning, and also keeping a healthy diet, a healthy routine, a healthy way to treat our body and our mind. And this is Siempre Joven and it's grown in only 10 weeks to a very strong group. In Facebook there are over, I guess already 6000 members. It's a private group so if you want to join you may just simply ask for it in Facebook, it's a very very strong community. And so we come to the point of today in the context of what we are doing here in Creative Technologies and this is Apple WWDC. Worldwide Developer Conference, number 31st in 2020, epic year, my friends, right? 23 millions of developers worldwide connected online or that starting conference that keynote on Monday 22 it was amazing you can add to that all the fans all the users all the journalists the press and okay shareholders and the members and staff from the company this is one of the biggest or highest um, statistics we count so far for an online presentation this is kind of the biggest union in virtual mode for the common reality with this quarantine we have learned about great uh, for example zoom meetings right <laughs> with thousand windows many faces on the screen at the same time trying to organize meetings, conferences, works, subdividing those conferences into smaller groups, trying to find consensus in what to do. Imagine this WWDC went on from that starting inaugural keynote on Monday 22nd and right after that, uh, two hours later, there was the State of the Union But there we started to have all the conferences between the Apple engineers and the developers. So there are kind of two way communication into that interaction. And this is happening the whole week in a very unique way. We had a lot of news about the different operating systems of this ecosystem into the Apple company and into the Apple developers and into the Apple users, right? This is a company that moves not only the most advanced operating systems with the integrated design between software and hardware but also all the millions of applications that go along with that and the whole industry of services that go along with that. And of course, the whole manufacturing line that goes behind that. What is being really interesting about this keynote on Monday 22nd was the announcement of Apple Silicon, which is the title of this podcast today. I think we believe many of us professionals in the fields of digital design, art, architecture, that the Apple Silicon is going to be a total revolution. A revolution that is going to change the way we interact with the devices we use to design for drawing, for rendering, for animating, for coloring, for shaping. But especially because these new processors are kind of presenting a future where virtual reality and augmented reality Good mixed with the idea that has been also in progress and in development, the idea of the context. So when we don't only keep in account the reality that we see with our eyes, or the reality that we imagine in our project, but we can also augment them, so we can expand them in certain aspects and we can also create new ones into mm, certain dynamic algorithms meaning realities that can develop intuitively according to the movements or the changes that we do kind of, for example, using VIM but not for drawing or creating projects but also for the designing um, part and this is amazing, but let's go uh, part by part. This is a curated garden of five operating systems. The Apple Watch, so the watch OS, the Apple TV, so the TV OS, the iPod and the iPhone, so the iOS. And then we have the iPad mini, iPad, iPad Air and iPad Pros, which is the iPad OS. And then we have Macbook Air, Macbook Pros, iMac, and Mac Pro which is the Mac OS, five operating systems for a very um, meticulous curated garden. This is an ecosystem made of contexts and in our philosophy of design in creative technologies will like to explain these operating systems and the function of these devices through context and not just through functions or through hardware and software and applications and the size of their screen because obviously we use (coughs) the iPhone in a different way than an iPad and of course much more different than a Mac and we use a Mac that it's portable, like in a MacBook Pro, different than an iMac or a Mac Pro that is fixed at our desk. But besides that, there is a total new definition, which is the one of contexts. For example, the iPhone context is the context of total interaction. We may uh, just um, get out of the car, um, we take the phone with us in the uh, our hand we see we received a notification, we opened that, it's a Twitter, Uh, there is a link so we click on it and while we walk and while we just close the car we are looking at the tweet we see there is an interesting picture of someone so we just retweet it and while we retweet we see that we just got an Instagram notification, we take a look someone just tagged us so we can liked it Um, I remember I needed to message a friend about something that I just arrived and I'm going to be ready in half an hour so I send fastly WhatsApp and then I think I may write per mail to the client that is going to arrive in one hour that we are actually going to be ready for this or that so I open the mail application, I write the mail fastly and I send it and while I'm just about to put the phone in my pocket, I see a very interesting bird standing there. So I take the phone and I take the picture and yeah, I just basically posted it in Instagram. Everything happening 30 seconds of time while I was getting out of the car and just maybe jumping into the office. This is the context of total interaction. The multitasking we have here in the total interaction context is a context completely dynamic that has no space and no time it basically has omnipresence it is everywhere all the time and it has also the particularity that it demands from us immediate response immediate disponibility we may be willing to share more or less be more open or less But when we receive a message, when we receive a notification, when we receive a push from any of the parts of this context, Mm. our attention is immediately called. We may not answer because maybe it's not part of our philosophy that in certain hours of time or in, in a certain way, we are not going to be given an answer or a direct participation. But our attention, it's going to be there. Then we have the context of the iPad. The iPad is a context of total focus. Even though we have multitasking and we can change from one application to another in just one sweep of finger, and we can also split a screen and put two applications besides each other and put more windows from the same application in different split screens like a notes application with a web browser or uh, the application where I'm drawing something near to the next uh, note application where I'm just typing about it for the class I'm gonna give. Anyways, besides the fact that I can change application that I can I split the view of my screen, what I'm actually doing is always just one thing and that may be A combination of windows to do that thing, but that thing that I'm doing is only one thing. And that brings us finally to the context of the Mac, which is the context of total function. In the Mac, we can do everything the way we want. We can have as many apps as we want open at the same time in one split view or just all the apps together one app in full screen, or all apps minimized. We can let them work for us in many ways as we want, multi-threads using our multi cores We can execute as many actions as we want, and we can think we are doing all together in parallel. This depends from our method of working, but it's basically that way of pushing many things at the same time. So we can see we have three different contexts here that are for three different ways of living life and depending the work we do, we may have to differentiate this very, very good. This goes besides and beyond hardware and software and the particular professional tool that we need. The iPhone with the total interaction, the iPad with the total focus and the Mac, with a total function. When we add to these three contexts virtual reality, meaning we can create a reality that there is only in a virtual space, kind of in a rendering, right? And we add to the elements into that space a function, a role into that ecosystem that we are creating, we are bringing this context that we just have explained into action. Meaning, we will have one context where we can execute many 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 functions at the same time as we want. Like when we are simulating a city, when we are simulating a place of many actions that are running and giving life to a space, or we are following algorithms that are depending on what one action may do. This is already part of many architectures and algorithms used for the graphics into the game's technology. This is nothing new. When it's brought to architecture and finally back to art, it can create many special effects. But there is always that crashing point. When one tries to imitate reality with a kind of alchemistic philosophy, we end up into something that is not good enough so as to really be worth, you know, the extra work. Because reality is much better. Because I can see it, I can touch it. And the way I can see it, texture, materiality, energy, space and time is in a very unique way. So virtual reality, may have here a different role than imitating reality. It may have just the possibility to connect these three different contexts. The total function with the total focus, with the total interaction. And how could this work? We have also augmented reality. Augmented reality is taking a part that is real and adding to it information that overlay information, that in some way can interact and can be dynamic. And as we start having a lot of devices that are connected to our devices in a different context, we have a watch, we have a TV, we have lamps, we have doors, we have keys, we have tags, we have bags, we have glasses, we have pens, we have so many wearables that do different actions but generate data in a dynamic way. And they connect for function to these devices that are the control center for the context. But at the same time, as they generate data, they could give the proper archer points to integrate those contexts into an augmented reality. Virtual reality with augmented reality equals context together. For example, imagine in times of quarantine like we had recently and we are still in many countries having, we have to work from home for a kind of um, environment that is maybe not made for working from home. So we may want to replicate the user interface of the office or the working um, tools in a visual way so as to really be able to perform certain actions that are guided by human intuition, human perception, rhythm control, like playing an instrument. I can teach a computer certain things, but for the real interpretation, I want a real human to do. In the same way, certain works must be done by human intelligence, but of course, moving the tools as if they Were physical, physical also um, into a space with a certain distance with a certain um, qualities that allow intelligent and motoric intelligence of a human being to execute those actions as is supposed to be. So we may have fabrics controlled by workers at home with the virtual, with augmented reality with a prefabricated context for that fabric, for that industrial production line. Not only for a linear production line, like a Fordism, but also in a Toyotism, where I may have many experts doing the same action at the same time, with a context of work of producing or building something that in the actual physical work is gonna be the task of simple machines. This is something very interesting when we continue to extrapolate that concept into art and architecture. Like the many parts of a clock, one activates one single part and then it starts moving and counting. And we have the idea of time and the perfect orientation. It's only a device that shows us just a certain position. But this has a much bigger, cosmical relationship. The future of art and architecture regarding this is very important because if we don't go very very far talking about context and integrating of virtual and augmented reality but we just stay with what we have today, the simple drawings, the simple renderings and the way we want to animate the different aspects to calculate of course the I wouldn't say missing factor in architectural and artistic representation, but it's not always that simple, and is the factor of time. That big big friend that is not that visible, that is not tangible as uh, matter and energy and space, but it must be represented in some way, and animation is not only the only one. Of course, if we want to start rendering like real masters of the future, we may have a computer that can show us the exact picture before we start rendering. That will be, of course, uh, the glory of tomorrow. With Apple Silicon, the new chip, developed by Apple to be the next into all Macs, there will be an integration of context and there will be an integration of architecture into the functions of these systems that we already love. I'm an enthusiastic of these news as many of my friends and colleagues, and worldwide, there is also great enthusiasm and expectation going along this. The first uh, Apple Silicon Macs are expected to come out this week. I'm sorry, this year, and the whole transition is gonna take about two years. Two years is quite a long time, but for entire entire ecosystem to move along, it's kind of reasonable. I remember when the transition from PowerPC to Intel took place at the beginning of this millennium it took only six months it was kind of radical they had the chip Rosetta to keep on anyways um, emulating all the past applications from PowerPC that were not already reprogrammed or recompiled for Intel Max and it also allowed to um, install a Windows operating system in the Mac into a partition. In this new Apple Silicon Macs, there is going to be a Rosetta 2 for the same uh, recompilation of apps that are not yet ready and there is also going to be the possibility to uh, simulate virtual environments for Linux and many systems, there is no mention, as of this time, of what's going to happen with Windows, but we can expect that if this system is more powerful and has a more powerful emulator of virtual environments, that Windows or maybe some version of uh, Windows for ARM chips is going to be available, and for sure in two years. This is my idea, my speculation, but I guess there is no doubt that this is happening. This is happening also because Apple is into a much more powerful position than uh, when it transitioned from PowerPC to Intel Macs. And it has a very strong ecosystem where not only the Mac is strong, but of course the iPad is strong and unique and the iPhone is very, very strong. This is a very fantastic WWDC. There are many great news. I can recommend you a lot of uh, nice podcasts in English to listen more about it. I could recommend the podcast uh, from the FN network. Um, for example, Connected. Um, I can recommend also the podcast Upgrade. I can recommend also the program app stories Um, those gave a very uh, well detailed summary of everything that's been announced and their application um, in terms of apps and user interface and user related uh, functionalities uh, for iOS, for iPadOS and for macOS of course also watchOS and tvOS, there are so many news and so many new functionalities that are going to give also a look and feel to those systems that there is uh, just one garden very homogeneous experience without simply being the same thing because they are uh, quite different from one to another but at the base, at the essence, they are going to share the same architecture and the same power This has been for this week, thank you for listening, thank you for getting in touch. Please send us feedback if you want to listen for some specific topic, just let us know and we are going to prepare it. You can contact me personally also and my collaborators and interact with the community of creative technologies, not only in Spanish, in English, there is also a lot of people talking Italian, German, so it's a little bit of from everywhere but in somehow we're getting connected and this is growing and getting only stronger reaching over the 20,000s uh, this week this is something completely unexpected thank you very much for that we're gonna keep on going and i see you next time